0: One hundred and one, And good morning and welcome into the show. It's Life Planning 101 right here on KATX and KWBY. I am in place of Mr. Terry Levins and happy to do so. Your host, Blakeney Hodges, here along with Angela Robinson. Good morning. We have a, a wonderful topic and it was actually brought upon by one of our clients that was in the office a couple weeks ago and we got asked if we had a list of the things that need to be addressed with parents when it comes to the time that maybe their health is starting to fail them or uh, just the time that they lived a long, healthy life and anything could happen. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, that is a wonderful thing to be able to have on hand. So what we did was compile... A family support checklist and um, I wanted to be able to share some of this checklist on the on the show today now obviously you can have access to this checklist you can go on to our weekly life lessons and sign up for that and you can get the full checklist mm-hmm. that's on kennedy-financial.com and it's in our learning center so that will be accessible so you can take it and check it out because it is a checklist right uh, <laughs> you can check, check it off or, or off. do what you need to do but mm-hmm. I wanted to start this and the reason I, I guess this hit home for me um, so much was uh, a few years ago my grandmother I say a few years ago my gosh it's been it's been at least five years ago now she developed aphasia and when she she was in a third marriage believe it or not and there was kids from the prior two marriages Mm -hmm. and so um, here she is in a later in life third marriage and it was more of a companionship than anything but she knew that there could be issues. Mm-hmm. And because of that she took extra precautions and extra care to make sure that things were very organized, you know, and and had everything in its proper place and had lists and directions and everything. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, it was it was a wonderful thing because when you're dealing with already two blended families, mm-hmm. right? Okay? So you got two kids on one side, three kids on another side. And then you add a new husband in the mix. Mm-hmm. Things can get really nasty very fast. And the truth is, is this is happening more than not today. Mm-hmm. You know, um we've at least got, I mean, we got a divorce rate of 50% in our, our country. So at least half of people have some kind of blended family in one way or the other, right? Mm-hmm. Moreover, just like my grandmother's situation, it wasn't the fact that she just kept killing off her husbands or anything. <laughs> you know, she, she was married mm-hmm. twice younger in life. Mm-hmm. And then when her second husband passed, like most women do, or most men, most anybody. My dad always says, you know, if my if something happens to my mom, he's going to have her replaced by sundown because he doesn't know how to change out the little bar of soap yeah. in the shower, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people do this later in life. Mm-hmm. They have a more of a companion, but it is through marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it causes a lot of chaos. And I think, you know, the big thing is, is for the children is at the same time you have a lot of energy that's placed on this. You know, you you worry, you think about those what-ifs that you shouldn't have to be thinking about, right? And then if there's some type of health event, in addition to that, you've just took on potentially (coughs) physical, more emotional, and financial responsibility, for taking care of your parents, right? Mm-hmm. And don't forget, you have a life too, right? And mm-hmm. and probably there could be you could be in that sandwich generation where you've got dysfunctional children on the other side. Yeah. So you know, how do you manage all of this? How do you keep all of this up? And you know, um, our personal experience, and I, I bring this back to my grandmother's story because when she and my grandfather were married. When they retired, they did some wonderful organization and she kept everything in one little area. You know, down to the the last line of what she wanted her funeral to be, and I kid you not, it was all in there. And so, you know, that relieves so much as a family member who care. I mean, oh my gosh, this is, uh, and I actually thought this was odd yesterday, uh, but in church, they the invocation was "How great thou art," and that was saying at her her funeral, and I started tearing up. And I start, you know, it's been um, a couple years ago that she's passed now, but the truth was is that she had all of those things picked out so that her family didn't have to worry with those things didn't have to put that extra emotion or that extra physical being into that because really that's the last thing that usually a family wants to have to deal with Mm -hmm. you know and why not, you know, get things out of the way so there's not potential more fights right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> when, exactly. when things happen? So we've got a great list um, to go through. And this is more of a financial list. But there's also some things in here that uh, we call it our devil's advocate questions. You know, the questions that they're not dinner topic conversation. They're not things that all, everybody always wants to talk about, but there are things that need to be addressed, especially if you've got aging parents. I mean, you're, you're at crunch time. It's either now or never. And then if it's never, you're going to regret it because um, we've seen the opposite effect and, people cleaning up estates for years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the same time, they've got uh, family members that aren't getting along. So yeah (laughs) it it can be a really, really pain. And and if you're a parent listening to this, I encourage you to think about your children in this capacity, right? Mm -hmm. And think about what you need to do. Because I, I know I'm a very private person when it comes to my financial life. And I already know that I'm probably not going to want my children to know everything there is to know about my financial life because I want them to go off and make it on their own, right? And I think a lot of parents have it feeling, well, I don't want them to know what they're going to inherit, or I don't want them to know this is there, or I don't Mm -hmm. want them to know this. Well, that's okay. That's all fine and dandy, but somebody has to know at least everything, mm-hmm. right? So, when we come back, you don't want to miss our family support checklist thanks to one of our very great friends and clients that brought this to our attention. Keep it tuned right here to KATX and KWBY. It is Life Planning 101. And welcome back into Life Planning 101 right here on KATX and KWBY. Have Miss Angela Robinson in studio. We're ringing in October. Yes, we are, and with the family support checklist, it's you know it's it's closing in on the holiday season, and sometimes these conversations are better had when people can just sit back and relax. Honestly, you know, yeah. Um, so it's definitely something that I'm very grateful that got brought to our attention for a need to have out there for our clients, and so I want to kind of go through this list. And the first thing is 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 knowing where everything is, and I think that's the biggest key and and like i mentioned you know if you're the parent or you're a very private person um, you at least need to have someone that knows where everything is that's the very least that needs to be done and by the way not in a safety deposit box (laughs) okay so most people say well i've got that safety (laughs) deposit box down there and they're part owner on it doesn't matter they freeze it did you know that? They, I didn't know that. I freeze it. If you die, it's frozen. Nobody can get in it well, until pro, until probate has occurred. Oh. Okay. So think of how does it work if your will is in your <laughs> safety yeah, deposit right. box, right? So, not a good idea. No. Um, not a good idea not at a good all. Idea at but all. you need to have someplace, you know, a lot of people. In fact, uh, there was a year we actually sent out to some of our best clients just fireproof safe. Boxes, you know, to keep these types of documents and nothing else. Yeah. And, you know, just having something that um, you can keep your wills at very minimum your wills, your trust, your durable powers of attorney, medical powers of attorney, living wills that someone would be able to access and get to if need be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, remember, a lot of your legal documents aren't for dying. They're for living, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you were to have an accident or were to go into a coma for or or some type of induced coma for a specific period of time, who besides your spouse could help take care of you and who's on those documents to take care of you? And they are probably the person that needs to have access to this, Mm -hmm. believe it or not, because they're the ones that are going to be making medical decisions for you. They're the ones that are going to be making durable power of attorney decisions for you, which means anything financial, anything, right? (laughs) So um, they probably need to be able to have that and they need to know your wishes too with all of that um you know i think the worst thing that we see is when people are named as an executor or a power of attorney especially medical power of attorney Mm -hmm. on documents and they had no idea yeah until and they have no idea what they would have wanted the conversations were never had so you know that's really important and then you know, going back to my grandmother's story, two things that we found out uh, during her 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 time that she went into care was a durable power of attorney really isn't for everything. We think it's for everything financial, but it's not. There's the IRS power of attorney. so if you want to be able to get access to uh, the IRS or have to deal with tax returns or things like that, you definitely need to be able to have um, a power of attorney there because it, it's not they don't take a durable power of attorney and then the social security power of attorney works the same way. So, you know, in our case we my grandmother was in Kerrville, so we were three hours north of her. And we didn't want to bank at her local bank down there because it wasn't convenient. Well we ended up having to because we didn't have a social security power of attorney. So you couldn't move her social security income into a new bank account. Get that. Mm. Even with a durable power of attorney. Even with guardianship you couldn't do it. Man. So, you know, it's really Man. important for you to think about these things ahead of time. And if you've got a government pension of any kind, you need to call and make sure they don't have a power of attorney on file. And by the way, backing up on that IRS um, power of attorney, one thing to think about, a lot of people say, well, I don't I've file my taxes. You won't have an issue with that. Well, if you start receiving care, you might have, <laughs> you might have some different tax mm-hmm. uh, situations. Okay. So have it no matter what. Okay. It's just really important. So knowing where everything's at. Second thing is is um, knowing where all the assets are. Okay? So it's again, someone needs to know where all of the assets are. Bank accounts, brokerage accounts, retirement accounts, life insurance, safety deposit boxes, minerals, real estate, vehicles, precious metals, business documents, everything. And you need to have some type of um, account title that is with those documents. Make sure they have an account title on there and some type of contact if possible. Right. Mm -hmm. But those are really, really important. And again, this goes back to, you know, well, I'm a very private person. I don't want everybody to know where everything is. You know, this is something that we've been doing for our clients for over a decade now. We actually take. All of the information that they give us, um, and we organize that and keep it up to date. And every time that the families come in that we work with, you know, they go over that and see if anything's missing. And usually, believe it or not, it can take anywhere from two at least two I've never seen it with less than two two to. We are, are probably our biggest has been six visits to make sure we had all of the assets written down. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, because you just forget about things. Yeah, you know. So you know, making sure you have at least a list, and then where are all the supporting documents for those that asset documentation is extremely critical because people end up looking for years. We had a lady that both her parents died within six months of each other, and it was just a disaster. And she couldn't find anything. And bless her heart, she was grieving, and her and yeah and her brothers were your parents. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it just was a horrible situation. So yeah. don't put your kids into that situation. And if you're the kid, be demanding about making sure that things are lined out. There's nothing wrong with that. Say, you know, and, and do it from an emotional aspect. How, mm-hmm. how do you want this to play out after you're gone? Do you want it to be easy on me? Or is this my one last punishment for staying out all night? You know, when I was I mean, to. they're going to throw those guilt trips. There's no reason you can't right? throw them back. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And then, you know, um, last but not least, your Medicare information, your account titles, numbers, um, whether you're on supplements, advantage plans and prescription plans, making sure someone knows where everything is. When we come back, we still have two major things on our checklist you don't want to miss. It's Life Planning 101 on KATX and KWBY. Welcome back in. It is Life Planning 101 right here on KATX KWBY. Do yes. you have your checklist ready? Right. For your family support situation, whether you're the parent, whether you're the kid, whoever you are, um, you know it's important to think about um, what could happen to your family emotionally, physically, and their own lives that they're trying to take care of. You know, I watched my other grandmother. Uh, it was really hard when both grandmothers were in care. But when, you know, my other grandmother is still in care today and my mom is just Awesome. She has such the servant heart. I mean, she's just she's our mom, right? The whole family's mom. Yeah. And and I watch her, but she stresses herself out, you know, inevitably because here she is trying to do her very best for my grandmother, her very best for her family, you know, Mm -hmm. her very best for business that she's still trying to part help run, you know. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's very stressful. And I think the the least amount of stress that you're, less amount of stress you can add on a family by just having things organized and having Having things together makes a world of difference, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we talked about knowing where everything is. There's another little caveat to this is learning preferences. Okay, professionals. Who do you use for a CPA, a financial advisor, attorney, doctors, your optometrist, dentist, family practitioner specialist whoever right Mm -hmm. services that you use you may not think about these things but like your garbage and um your uh utilities your lawn uh your house cleaner all of those things are important for someone to know so you know just making a list of all those preferences that you have and putting those with your legal documents that's as simple as that right Mm -hmm. um You know, the third big thing I think that is often over, well, it is, it's probably the most common thing often overlooked, is the reviewing of your titling and your beneficiaries on all of your assets. And the reason why is people think, well, I've got everything set up. I went and had this extensive trust set up and everything's there. But, you know, the funny thing is they may never have funded the trust or they may have left the one thing out that mattered the most to fund the trust or uh, beneficiary accounts do you have contingents on your beneficiary accounts uh, meaning so if you have a life insurance policy or an IRA okay, mm-hmm. and um, you know, spe- specifically an IRA and you don't have a contingent and both you and your spouse die within a matter of time that's going to go to your estate and unless you have the proper guidance which by the way we can only find one company that would support this situation the last time we came across it, Mm -hmm. that's entirely taxable in one year if the beneficiary becomes the estate. Ouch, right? So if you have a million dollar IRA, you just lost 40% of it Mm -hmm. or more. Think about that. Okay, so you know, making sure you having all that up to date is important. I see a lot of people put you know transfer on death on um, accounts for a kid to be able to have immediate access. Well, be careful with that because when you do titling, it it supersedes the will, and so you've just disinherited potentially two other, three other kids, however many kids by putting someone as a TOD on that account, and they can't just gift that money back. I've seen that happen a lot. Well, I'm just going to give it all to you, and then you take care of it well there is this little thing called gift tax Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's very important and if it's an IRA there's really no way to do it because Mm -hmm. you're going to be taxed and then pay gift tax on top of it so you know it's important to think about all of this and and uh, get help with it another thing and we've talked about this on the show so many times is putting a child on a checking account with you or a savings account with you well you've just both opened yourselves up to each other's liabilities. Okay, in other words, you run over somebody in your car, mom has a lot of money and you don't, but you're linked to her in our bank account, the attorney's gonna find that and guess what? It's open. Yeah. It's open ground. You can go for it. Horrible, huh? That is horrible. Yeah. So, you know, reviewing those titling mm-hmm. of assets and beneficiaries are very, very important because then later in life people inevitably go to changing things. You can't just change things. You gotta make sure you know what you're doing and mm-hmm. you, and and there are so many mistakes here so many mistakes we spend a ton of time helping people figure out okay Let's map everything out. This is the flow it would go with the estate. Um, you know, I actually had a guy, I said, okay, we've got to call the attorney, ask him how this needs to be titled on the beneficiary form. We don't even give beneficiary advice yeah. when it comes to the actual titling, we know where it needs to go, mm-hmm. but we'll say, we need to call the attorney on this. Yeah. The reason why is because. It's a mess, and mm-hmm. people don't even realize that. So if you've got trusts involved, oh, my gosh. If you've got no contingents on your, on your IRAs or split children or whatever, you really need to be thinking about how can I get help with that. Mm-hmm. Number four, and I think you know this is what people don't want to do. <laughs> Have the hard discussions with all of your children present together. I cannot say that enough present together well mom told me well mom told me well mom told me how many times is that gonna happen how well is that gonna go over i know of four Mm. sisters that still do not speak to this day over two decades ago about having to turn the machine off on mom Mm. they still do not speak today two decades ago Do you think that's what mom wanted? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. But parents are so hesitant to think the responsible one can take care of all this. Don't put your one child in that situation. They don't want to take care of it, trust me. They yeah. don't want to take care of yeah. it. They want to have good Christmases and Thanksgivings just like when you were here. They want to celebrate your life, not mourn over the day that it happened because it's ruined their mm-hmm. family relationships. And ultimately that does, that does that is on you. That is on you as the parent to make sure that those discussions happen. And if you're the kid, I don't care if you piss your parents off force them into those conversations you know you've got thanksgiving and christmas right around the holidays you're going to have time with your family and it needs to happen we encourage this so much we we play um a lot of times is, is just kind of the mediator in hard situations just to talk about the facts, and especially when we can't talk dollar amounts. You know, we do a lot of family planning meetings where it's we don't talk dollars. Nobody knows dollars, mm-hmm. but they know assets. They know what's there, and they'll know about um, these types of things. We'll talk about medical power of attorney, and they'll hear mom say this. They'll hear dad say this, and that's what needs to happen. They need to hear it from your lips of what you want, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what is to happen if long-term care is needed? How's it going to be paid for? What's your end-of-life wishes? Is it do not resuscitate? Do you have choices made in your living will? How gung-ho are you having on those upheld, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What are your funeral wishes and your burial wishes? And then what's anything else that hasn't been said that needs to be said? You know, Those are really important things. And at the end of the day, this is tough stuff. This isn't easy. And I would encourage anybody to be able to seek professional help. Have someone to help you because, um, you know, this is not something that you can take lightly because at the end of the day, if you, you're working on the backside, cleaning it up, that's a lot tougher and a lot more emotional than if you're doing it today and you're just, you know, it's like cleaning out the garage. Just mm. get it done and yeah. you're going to feel a lot better, right? Yeah. So, tweet us at KFS Life Planning. Have you addressed life planning with your parents? Yes or no? God bless everyone. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. <laughs> Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.